The holiday aftermath doesn't have to be a downer because a new year is something to celebrate. Welcome to Something to Celebrate. I'm Amy Wiley, owner of Suburban Soiree. Join me as we celebrate, decorate, organize, host, and make life fun. Hello, welcome to Something to Celebrate. This is episode 46. This is actually going to be the last episode of 2021. We made it this far, y'all. We are doing it. And when I return, it will be 2022, a brand new year. So I'm going to take a few weeks off in between to enjoy the holiday with my family, do all the Christmas things, focus on that. And I know you will be busy as well. So you probably will not have as much time to listen. So we will meet back up in January. But before that, I have a great episode for you today that I hope will be very, very useful. So hopefully I'll give you some good ideas to get you into the post-holiday season. And now I'm not trying to jump ahead till after Christmas. I am trying to savor every minute of the Christmas season. But the idea is to set ourselves up for a less depressing January by doing it now and putting some thought into it now. This episode idea was one I got on Instagram and I always appreciate those ideas and I thought it was a great suggestion to talk about how to prevent the post-holiday blues. So let's start with reasons why I think the post-holiday time after Christmas, after New Year's, can be a downer. First of all, and maybe number one, the twinkle lights are gone. The ambiance has disappeared. The magic is no longer in the air. Am I right? The anticipation of Christmas is over. I think looking forward to the Christmas holiday is a huge part of the whole thing. Your house is bare after you take down your decorations. You're like, what did I have in here? This place looks like we were robbed. It's so empty. And maybe you know, your Christmas was anticlimactic. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes we look so forward to it that we just kind of feel a little depressed when it's over. And of course, if you're like me, we usually have a few extra pounds and the party is over. You can no longer just enjoy all the treats saying, oh, it's Christmas. You know, who could say no? It's like you don't have that excuse anymore. And of course, January is just cold and boring especially where I live um, here in Colorado. It is very cold a lot of the time. We do love the snow here, but it's sort of those hard months of getting up and getting the kids out the door when it's cold and dark. For school, it's just like, oh, it's not my favorite. But I do think it's important to find joy in this part of the year and to find joy whenever we can. And we want to set ourselves up for success. I'm going to draw on some of my ideas I've come up with today. I have some good input from you on Instagram. I always appreciate that. Never hesitate to answer those questions. And I did some research on the good old internet to help us out as well. Let's get right to the ideas now. Up first, just embrace the fresh start of the post-holiday season. Relish the reset that it brings. Get excited about a clean slate, a fresh start, a new year, a clean house, and just a restart. Jen on Instagram says she beats the post-holiday blues with a fun new fresh calendar. And another comment I got was writing in a fresh new journal while enjoying a latte. That sounds lovely. So you can focus on the new feeling, whether it's turning a page on the actual brand new calendar or just the chance for a new year in general, a new notebook. Um, to start your year off. I really do like that. 
So make the most of being excited for the fresh and new and the possibilities and the year stretching ahead. My next idea is to save some treats for yourself. So delay your gratification and prepare to treat yourself in the cold weeks of January and February. So maybe it's a new lotion, a bath bomb set, a Christmas gift that you open up and you adore and you make yourself wait until after New Year's to use it or wear it or enjoy it. It can be a luxurious blanket, a nice new coffee or a tea, a robe, y'all know I love a robe, a cute new top that you don't wear until the first week of January, maybe a new sweater. You get the idea. Save yourself something small. It does not have to be elaborate and it could be just one of your Christmas gifts or more than one and save those things to look forward to and hold off on getting to really enjoy them until you need the excitement. There's plenty to be excited about and to enjoy during the Christmas season. So anything you can save and delay after I think can be really enjoyable. You should also give yourself events and activities to look forward to. So make plans to connect with friends. A lot of the research I did said do this in person or do it on the phone, not via text. Try to have some real face-to-face or voice-to-voice conversations. Maybe an art exhibit in your town that you can schedule to go to. Maybe a favorite restaurant or a new restaurant or just a little coffee spot. Plan some fun little outings you can anticipate and you can enjoy. My friend Sherry says she plans a Disney trip, and I think this is brilliant and lovely. So whether you go to Disney in January or you spend time in January planning it out for later in the year, that is a magical idea. Another Instagram friend says she likes to plan things like date nights or weekend getaway in January or February. And Brittany on Instagram says she likes to plan a little something every weekend. I love this. She says things like the aquarium or Six Flags or just some fun, simple things. So make your weekends truly something to look forward to in January. Let's take a little break now and then I'll share some more ideas to beat the post-holiday blues. Are you getting my email newsletter? The Friday Fet is a party in your inbox each Friday morning. Start the weekend off with an idea for movie night, news about the latest podcast episode, and new products from Suburban Soiree. The Friday Fet is the best way to stay in the know with all the fun and get coupon codes and exclusive information. To join, head to the link in the show notes to join the party. We talked about embracing the fresh start, saving some treats and some self-care things for ourselves in the new year, and scheduling some things to look forward to. So now let's talk about our homes. We spend so much time at home this time of year, especially the last couple of years, but when it's cold out, you're more likely to be kind of hunkered down at home. And I really am a big fan of organizing as not only to enjoy the results of organizing your home, but it really does give you a mental boost and it gives you energy to have a really organized space. And I would suggest that you just pick somewhere really small, pick one little closet. Uh, A couple years ago, I really went to town on my laundry room. And when I say laundry room, I mean laundry nook. It's not a room you can walk into, but I head to toe 
completely reorganized it, cleaned it out, made it look really nice. And to this day, I still have that system in place. It is still organized and it still makes me happy. So start small. Don't try to tackle like your whole basement, which is actually what I need to do. But don't try to tackle a huge project. Pick, you know, your junk drawer, pick your pantry, pick your refrigerator, Start with a small organizing project and it will snowball into more and it really will give you a boost. Also, another tip from me as an organizing enthusiast, do not go out and buy a bunch of bins. It's really tempting to say, okay, I'm going to organize. Let's go to the container store. You need to first focus on decluttering. The main thing you need to do is not buying bins. It's getting rid of things and clearing out. And then when you're done and you see what you have left, you can measure and get the perfect bin for the perfect spot and what you actually have. So resist that temptation to go out and start with some decluttering. Again, a really small project will give you a lot of momentum going forward. Along the same lines, and I have mentioned this on another episode of the podcast, but rearranging furniture is a great refresh too, just to sort of um, switch things up. And every time you walk in that room, you remember, oh yes, I switched this around and it sort of energizes your brain and freshens things up a bit. So that's an easy thing to do, just rearrange some furniture, why not? And on the topic of homes, of course, we have all those holiday decorations to deal with. I know my January self is often a little resentful of how enthusiastic my December self was and putting out all the things and all the trees and everywhere. I love my decorations, but of course, putting them away is a lot less fun than getting them all out. But several of you said on Instagram that you leave your Christmas decorations up for a while into January and that if that makes you happy, you should do that. You encourage others to. So really, if you need your tree another week, another month, don't let it um, get to be a thing where you feel badly about it or you are procrastinating. But if it is something you truly are still enjoying, let yourself enjoy it. You make the rules. It's your house, right? Mindy on Instagram sent me a brilliant idea. She actually has a whole different set of decorations for January. So she switches out Christmas for snowmen and just winter decorations. So she has some extra decor she puts up specifically for that time to make it feel less bare and to just embrace the winter season minus the Christmas part. So do what you can to freshen up your home. Um, I have a previous episode about making it cozy, but of course we want to refresh it. So do what you can to freshen up your home. I have a previous episode about making our homes cozy for this season, but you know, organize some things, put some pep in your step when you walk into a room and you will see those benefits. Next, I would share that in my own personal experience in those long, cold, dark winter months, it is great to get sunshine and exercise when you can. And I am preaching to my own self because I know the results of this and the benefits. And sometimes it's hard to get out there if it's not exactly as warm as you would like or if it just feels good to stay on the couch. But going for a walk and getting some of that winter sun does wonders for your mood and for your energy. I often look at the hourly weather forecast on my phone at the beginning of the day and try to grab a walk during the warmest part of the day. So usually after lunch, try to get out for a little walk and that really does do well on those days that it's warm enough that you can at least get a short walk, if not a longer one. My next idea is connection. Get out of your jammies and out from under that blanket and connect with friends. 
And I talked about this a little bit earlier about having a face-to-face conversation, but have them over for coffee or for dinner or meet them for one of those walks, go on a walk together, make some plans with friends, as tempting as it can be sometimes to just hunker down, um, invite your friend over to hunker down with you or get out of the house together a little bit and connect with others. And that really does a lot for you as well. Snail mail, speaking of connections, was another Instagram suggestion. And y'all know I love snail mail. So you can write some thank you notes for your Christmas gifts. That is really lovely to do. You can send a little note to a friend to say, you know, stay warm. I miss you. Have a happy new year. You can send one to a family member or just someone you know who could enjoy some fun mail. So those are the ideas that came to mind for me and that I got thankfully from you on your comments on Instagram and your messages. I really appreciate it. Then I ended up doing some internet research to make sure we had all the tips and tricks that we could use for beating those post-holiday blues and preventing them. So I looked up some ideas online, starting with Psychology Today, and that site echoed many of the things I shared earlier, but one interesting tip was to start cooking. Uh, The site suggested you make some new recipes that are completely different from holiday food. And so you fill your home with new aromas and you make some things you really enjoy and try out some new recipes and get in the kitchen and get cooking. Most of us will be on a health kick to start off the new year and kind of, you know, reset after all the good holiday food. And it does feel good to cook something that's good for you, but also delicious. I know for me, sometimes I drag my feet about making dinner in the evening or you think you're tired. I don't really feel like cooking. But once I get in there and cook, I really do enjoy it. So I think that's a great suggestion. TheHealthy.com suggested making a list of good things. I think gratitude is so important and so helpful to your mindset and just to being a grateful, positively minded person. So it's a good idea just to jot down a few things you're thankful for or grateful for or that you did well or you accomplished every day. Sometimes I mentally do that at the end of the day. I'll think about, you know, maybe five things I accomplished and it can be really small. Like I finally filled out that form for school that's been bothering me or it can be really big, you know, but if you really look back at your day and think about, well, I did five loads of laundry. That was really great. You can feel accomplished um, when you might have not noticed how much you actually got done. So pat yourself on the back and show some gratitude as well. This site also suggested bringing more light into your home and I thought this was really wise. Open up the blinds and the drapes and maybe sit close to a window to work or if you're reading or whenever you can, try to get as much sunlight and brightness in the house. That really is helpful. Another site I found some tips on was Therapy Group of NYC And they suggest really focusing on your diet and sleep schedule as you recover from the holidays. I would add that hydration is really important too. Um, Your diet and your sleep really are beneficial when you get them under control. And listen, this is not as fun as saving yourself a new robe or a bath bomb or something, but I think it's probably maybe the best tip is to really get those things right so that your mental state and your enjoyment of kind of those tough months will be optimal. So I will end with one more thought. And I know we haven't even had Christmas yet, so I'm not skipping over anything. I'm not trying to jump ahead. But I want to point out that once the new year starts, Valentine's Day won't be far away. And if you miss the holidays and the planning and the cute things and the themes and the gifts and the candy and all of it, as I tend to do, 
why not dive into hearts, pink and red, romance if you're so inclined, and start planning things for Valentine's Day. Plan a little Valentine's Day party, something for your kids, or do like a Galentine's party, something like that. Put yourself into making a fun Valentine's Day to sort of get that holiday fix. So again, I'll be back with brand new episodes of the podcast in January. So we will find the fun in the season together. We have a lot to look forward to. And let's take another break. And then I will share three things I'm loving this week. The Sassy Napkin Society is now open to new members. It's a party in a box delivered to your door each month. Each box includes two exclusive napkin designs and some fun bonuses to fit the theme. Be ready to host, celebrate, and gift. You get 40 napkins plus bonus items like straws, sprinkles, confetti, or appetizer picks. Shipping is free and you can cancel anytime. Head to sassynapkinsociety.com to join the party. Now for the three things I'm loving this week and just coincidentally, they are all clothing items. Uh, The first one, I'm going to, I don't want to play favorites, but it is my favorite on this list. It is a really cozy Christmas pajama set. And I would even maybe call it a lounge set. Not quite something you could wear to the grocery store, but a little bit closer to a sweatsuit, like a sweatshirt and sweatpants, but they're like fuzzy and fleecy on the inside. They are so soft. Um, I'm going to link it up, of course, in the show notes and on SuburbanSoiree.com. You can scroll down. You have to scroll a little bit, but you will find the podcast episode blog post on there and everything will be linked. I chose the charcoal holly pattern, which is really, really cute. I sized up, you know, so I can make sure they were really cozy and comfy and loose fitting and they are just, oh, they are so good. Uh, and these pajamas also have some other patterns that are not Christmas related, some more just generic year round patterns. So you could treat yourself to these. I believe they're about $25 only for these super soft pajamas. Treat yourself for some new fuzzy loungewear for the new year, as we talked about. The next item is just a really cute sweatshirt I found that is great for kind of what we're talking about that January season where it's winter and you want to be cute and fun but you can't wear your fun Christmas shirts anymore. It is a great charcoal gray and then it has multicolored letters that are really fun colors and it says apres ski which of course is like the fun relaxing hot chocolate enjoyment after skiing and I don't ski a ton but I definitely always enjoy an apres ski situation and I just thought it was cute to wear for winter so I will link that up for you as well. Lastly um, I'm going to share some of my favorite jeans and these are just inexpensive knock around like run around everyday jeans they're not designer they're not very fancy at all but what I like about them is that they don't have a button and a zipper they just this is going to sound terrible but they have an elastic waist so when you wear your shirt unbuttoned which you have to do with these um you don't have all that bulk and like the poking out of the button in the zipper situation if that makes sense Um, And they're just really comfortable and cute. And I have them in a blue, like typical denim. And then I just got a pair of black ones and they are so great. And I've been wearing them a lot. If I'm in a situation where I don't want to wear leggings, I need like a little bit of a step up from just wearing leggings. So I'm going to link those for you. They're a really great, inexpensive, just, you know, everyday jean option that you might enjoy. That is all for today. 
I hope you have the most beautiful Christmas season. I hope you enjoy great quality time with your family and people you love and that you get to focus on the most important parts of this season. And I'll see you in January when we will keep celebrating. Thank you so much for listening. I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast and I truly appreciate your five-star reviews.